When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up? It's Tuesday. Terrible Tuesday. Dead Tuesday. It's November 27th. We're Still coming down from Thanksgiving, but we're all we're almost there into the into the normalcy. Just to have it flipped on its head, coming up for Christmas. That's going to be fun. Welcome to John Boy and Jake Radio. Dead Tuesday, horrible Tuesday, terrible Tuesdays. Jake hates Tuesdays. That was notorious B I G, also known as Christopher George Latour Wallace, died at age twenty four. Jake, that sucks. Nineteen ninety seven. Got shot Can't to death. Can't you, Can't you see? Yeah. What happened with that? Did they find the killer? Don't think so. Didn't someone no. admit to it? And I think they actually, like, someone admitted to it in jail confessions. There's a whole documentary. I went through that loophole a couple times. Yeah, they came out with a new one. Yeah. Sad. Real sad. 1997. Oh. I was eight years old. Were you? No, I wasn't. But I. The first rap song I ever loved was um, Puff Daddy doing his Sting cover, I'll Be Missing You, about Biggie. Right. I remember we bought that CD, and I just remember playing it when my mom would drive us around when I was nine years old, uh, I'll Be Missing You, nonstop. And then when other songs on the album came on, we just skipped those because they were like bad for a nine-year-old. Right. And I didn't like them. Play yeah. that I'll be missing you song again. Catch 22 of having a CD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just play it back. Let's go back to track seven, please. Most of his podcast listeners probably didn't, didn't even have CDs, Jim. And I'm old and angry. Everything as a collectible person, all the new technology just ruins my collections. I used to have binders full of CDs. And then I right. got my first iPod. And I put them all onto the iPod, and I was like, what the fuck? And I just threw out all the CDs. Then in college, I had big binders of DVDs. I was going to say, I don't I, remember much, but I remember you having a cool DVD binder. I had a whole comedy binder, a drama binder. I had like two to 300 movies each in them because I just burned movies. Right. And then when like streaming and Netflix became so easily accessible, I just threw them all out. Yep. Like, man, tough times when you want to be a hoarder. Goodbye, memories. Goodbye, yeah. Yeah. How are you doing on this Tuesday? I'm great. It's the best day of the week. I love Tuesday. Um, I think I'm just going to, I think I'm just going to provide you with a terrible Tuesday. You know, I was already late. So I think, I think there's Tuesday voodoo energy. And I'm just going to put it all on you and you're just going to have the worst day ever. So 
We'll try. Yesterday was pretty shitty. I I I subscribe to calling it Dead Tuesday and Terrible Tuesday, just to be on your side because I right. I like Tuesdays. It's on the record. Come on. Like Monday's my hell day, and then Tuesday I'm like, all right, cool. Let's let's we're here. You saying you like Tuesdays just uh, sends shivers up my spine. So, <laughs> well, I do. They're not bad. All right, Tuesday show. We got a lot of news stories because we had the whole weekend and stuff. Sure. We got some sports at the beginning and top of the show, but not that many. I'll go into the tri-state. I'll go into the tri-state uh, news real quick. Here we go. Pat Shermer was asked if Valletta would start over Eli once they are mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, and he responded with, why are you jumping over Tanny? Ooh. Ah. Shermer, the headline maker. Pat, just shut your mouth. Yanks pick up Parker Bridwell, who the Angels waved, and say goodbye to lovable short guy Ronald Torres. Low baby toe, the tonight show is no more. The Rangers beat the Senators 4-2, jumping them back to third place in the division ahead of both the Devils and Islanders, who both lost last night. I got really no skin in the game, but so many people told me, cover a real team. Why don't you cover the Devils or Islanders? And on, on Tuesday, November 27th, Rangers are ahead of you guys. Probably won't last, but suck it. And a special request, St. John's basketball team has started the season 5-0, and beating California, VCU, and Rutgers in the process. Apparently, according to Albert, they have a top five guard in the country, and they need some love. Uh, so there you go. That's about as much love as you're going to get. Hey, Jim. Anything stick out? Anything stick out? It was nice. I, um, I, I want to start with Pat Shermer just because this is so much fun. Is Alex Tanny one of your favorite players ever? Um, no. Should he no. be? Should he be? Do you know how old he is? 31. He's 31 years old. He's played in one NFL game in 2015. He was, dude, his just laundry list of where he's played, how he is somehow stuck around the league is kind of the dream. Like I'm, I'm really happy for Alex Tanny, um, but Shermer with your favorite, the old troll job, Jim. Is he trolling? Is he lashing out at Laletta? Is he lashing out at reporters? Or is there actually meaning? Because I take uh, the way I hear this is he doesn't actually mean this. He's just sick of questions. Like, he right. doesn't like the question, so he's giving a shitty answer. But do you think he actually means Tanny's ahead of Laletta? Because the whole point. The whole point, the whole point of the question is when you're mathematically eliminated, are you going to play someone that you can groom to take over the team instead of playing Eli, who's not part of the future? And for him to say, why are you skipping over Tanny? Uh, well, Pat, we're skipping over Tanny for the same fucking reason. Tanny's not part of the future. He's as old as Eli. Right. And much worse. So I think this is just him being a bitter jerk. Yeah, I, th I think you're right. I think it's a little bit trolling. I think it's a little bit rude to Tanny because now people like us are talking about him and going through his <laughs> like seven years in the NFL. He's played one game and he's just been cut from like eight different teams. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's one of those 
times times are officially bad in New York. Like if they had if they rode out this undefeated streak and even had lost it a couple more games down the line, we'd be like, well, hey, the Giants actually made a push. Uh, slow start to the year, but Shermer's turned things around. Now, if they have a really bad rest of the season, everyone's just going to be like, oh, you guys suck, suck. I, 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 I ran into something. Okay. But I agree with what you're saying. Um, and they're going to lose another game. They, they, they oh, yeah. are going to suck, suck. <laughs> right. The, but the team is just coming to grips with that. Yes. Uh, yeah, because they believed in eight now. Yeah, have to. Alex Tanney career earnings one million seven hundred and ninety six thousand dollars over the course of seven seasons. Pretty nice. In two thousand fifteen, he got an eight thousand eight hundred dollar incentive bonus. Okay. Do you think the incentive was if you start one game, you get eight grand? You yeah, said his only. If you play. <laughs> Did he did he start or did he play oh, in that no, it, team? No, it could have been. He threw a touchdown pass. So eight grand for a touchdown pass? Maybe. That's pretty cool. The 2015 Tennessee Titans, Alex Tanny, threw a touchdown pass. Yikes. I don't know. Do you in your gut of gut, do you like Tanny? I, I thought know. you'd be I, all in on Tanny. Yeah, I like the career path. I don't know much about him though. Like, he did a trick shot video when he was in college. When they were like, brand, they were like, before Dude Perfect ruined him. Right. So maybe that's either cool or uncool. You got to watch the video. Okay. But yeah. uh, I like his career path. I think Shermer doesn't mean this. I think he's just lashing out. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Just just coming grips to the fact that our team is going to be full on bad, um, even though the rest of us kind of knew it. I wish I wish a reporter answered. I didn't hear the. I didn't. I just read it. I didn't hear the altercation, mm. which I I don't like doing that anyway. I like knowing how they sound because it could have been a joke, which is a really mean to Tanny. Right? Why, why didn't the report like the reporter could have just said very easily what I just said? Well, we're jumping over Tanny because he's thirty one and not part of the future. And the question, the main part of the question is when you're mathematically eliminated, are you going to look for developing next year? Yeah. It's such an easy thing. I don't, so I think he's just being a jerk. Not to get too sporty, but like you're, you're a Giants fan. There's you, you feel a little bit of the emotions. I mean, like, and I know we've talked about it a little bit. You're, you're at the point where it's yeah. Rebuild, play young guys, lose games, get a better pick. Um, but, like, do you want to see Eli start games and Lolita gets the second half or something like that? I don't even know. I don't care. Yeah. I'm pretty numb to this season. Like, once they started trading guys <laughs> and how bad they were the first half, I – I if they – the only thing I liked was the joke that they were going to go 8-0. Right. I, <laughs> I, really, I really liked that joke. That's the best thing the 2018 Giants have given me was a, was a joke that they were going to be good. <laughs> Because then they they won two games and it was fun. I don't give a shit. I lose every game. I don't care. That's tough. Uh, uh, Odell uh, Barkley don't get hurt. There you go. I like that's that. What I, that's what I care about. I like that. Give me but, give me some la la. You make me want a la la. 
In the kitchen, in the kitchen on the floor. floor. I'll be here. The French alley cat made, or something? French maid. Uh, that makes more sense than alley cat. That's a different version. I think she says alley cat at one point, too. Yeah, but it's probably not, do you want me to be your alley cat? My sister, Courtney, when we would drive to Pomperog High School, she would blast that mm. song. She really, her career really, really stopped when she started lip syncing. Yeah, that'll do it. Me too, to be honest. You go to karaoke every weekend. <laughs> Not every weekend, but once or once or twice. Imagine if you went to karaoke and lip sync and like put a <laughs> bo- put a boombox next to you. <laughs> the power play. <laughs> Ashley Simpson. Mm. Miss her. Yeah, you make me want a lala in the kitchen on the floor. I'll be your French maid when I'll meet you at the door. I'm like an alley cat. Drink the milk up. I want more. You make me want to. You make me want to scream. What the hell is that alley cat lyric? She's going to drink the milk up like an alley cat. Why is she drinking milk? I think it's a euphemism for. Like bad stuff? Yeah, or I think like that's just like a, like a sexy poster. The whole thing's about sex, Jake. Uh, I thought Ashley Simpson was clean this whole time. You can dress me up in diamonds. You can dress me up in dirt. You can throw me like a lineman. I like it better when it hurts. Ugh. You didn't know that this song was about sex? I hate Tuesday. <laughs> this would only happen on Tuesday. Ugh. You- you want me to give you some more? I don't know, man. Ugh. There's only a one more verse. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, um, you can meet me on an airplane or in the back of the bus. You can throw me like a boomerang. I'll come back and beat you up. <sighs> I'm, uh, man, I, I thought I was going to come in and conquer this Tuesday, and now, nope. What, Jet, Ashley Simpson can't sing about rough sex, but Ludacris does, and you probably love it? Yeah, you know me. I love Ludacris's rough sex songs. You do? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a lyrics guy. We ran into this yesterday. You know the Ludacris song about rough sex. I, I want to lick you from your head yeah, to your toes. Yeah, see, you knew the opening lines to Move from the bed down to, down to the floor. I want to... He says, I want to make it so good you don't want to leave. That's nice. He says, rough sex, make it hurt. In the garden, all in the dirt. Yeah, (laughs) I don't like that part. Roll around, George Brown. All right. What sex songs do you like? Oh, boy. Um, Do you want to talk about our baby toe at all? No, no. Okay. That no one, no casual Yankees fan wants to hear us talk about Parker Bridwell for Ronald Torres. We'll yeah. do that on Talking Yanks. Yeah, you're right. Um, Rangers are good. St. John's. What are your thoughts on St. John's? What do you think of them as a UConn fan and a Ducator and uh, Central Connecticut State University second fandom? Alumnus. What do you think? Uh, what are your opinions on St. John's? Man, so UConn and St. John's used to play some really great games back in the day. It's always been kind of a shock that St. John's hasn't had a better basketball program because they're in New York. They play their home games at the garden. Um, but now they have a head coach, Chris Mullins. He used to be a really good player. Uh, Mitch Richmond looks like he's on the, on the bench too. So you got 
This is the new college thing. This is what Memphis did. Memphis hired Penny Hardaway, even though he'd never <laughs> coached before, <laughs> just to be like, yo, Penny Hardaway is our coach. But this is how they want to recruit like the one and done players. Be like, hey, you could learn from Penny Hardaway for a year. Um, and they, they signed Mike Miller. He's the bench coach in Memphis. Um, but St. John's, yeah, they, uh, they got, I think who our buddy is talking about is Mustafa Heron. Um, which he's got Connecticut roots, Jim, which we like that. Um, but yeah, it, they're, they're a program that it would actually, it would be really cool. I would root for them if they could get big. Um, but yeah, they, they've been in the gutter for a while. I don't know if they had some recruiting stuff. Um, but yeah, I'll, I can root for some St. John's. It looks like, okay, Mustafa Heron, the guy from Connecticut, he, Waterbury, Connecticut, Jim, shout out. Um, he went to Auburn and then he transferred. He's getting 18 points a game, but it looks like they have another cat, Shimori Pons, who's getting 23 points a game, uh, 6'1 guard from Brooklyn. So that's the whole thing. Like, if you're St. John's, how have you not been getting some of this, like, Brooklyn, New York talent? Um, but maybe now they are, so... We can be a St. John's pod. I remember a couple of years ago, they had the top five recruiting class. They had the number one like recruiting class. They had five guys that were all top whatever. Sure. But like three of them failed the test or like, you know, didn't have the grades. Yeah. So it, fell, so it fell through. In there. Um, yeah, I uh, I don't know. We could, Jim. I I think the bigger thing that will will come more into play on on Friday, and they they do play some of their games on campus now, but they they do play some of the big ones at the Garden. But um, Jim, you know St. John's mascot? I don't actually. The Red Storm. Oh. So they're not winning any mascot battles. What if they go against the green wave? I mean, yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's a Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's for the holidays. We'll get there. Yeah, holiday uh, matchup. Yeah, we could be a St. John's pod. Okay, great. We're St. John's pod now. People will love this. One of your favorite saints, Jim? No. 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 Okay. Take it, take it back. Okay, not one of your favorite saints. Thank you. St. Michael. Shout out St. Nicholas. They want to pin Christmas on him. I'll take it. Jolly old. Kind of weird though. If you go around like leaving food and shoes now and you're like, all right, guys, a little off. So yeah, that's a drunk night in my apartment. (laughs) All right, let's go to the national storylines. Bringing you the national news is Jake Story LA. Bad Monday night football action last night. The 10 IC Titans lose to the Houston Texans. Creative team name. Uh, 34-17. Mariota on the losing team goes 22 of 23 for 303 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, and he's the losing quarterback. Um, Deshaun Watson looks good. The Houston Texans have won eight in a row. They're going to be your typical team that wins like 12 games and then loses their first playoff game. 
outside of that, baseball free agency kind of starts. The Hotlanta Braves. Shout out Ludacris from before. McCann and Josh Donaldson signed. Uh, McCann to a decent contract. One year, two mil. Donaldson breaks the bank a little bit for one year, though, and this might be the new trend in baseball. One year, $23 million. The Atlanta Braves, hey, Brody Van Wiegen, they might have the best roster in the NL East. They're doing good things. How come Brody didn't sign these guys? Well, the Mets already have that kind of talent. Old, slow, injury-prone. Who are the Mets going to sign? Ugh, God, I love the Mets. I think I'm a Mets fan now. Who are the Mets going to sign? Who are the Mets going to sign? What are their needs? What are their needs? Yep. Every hitting position. And the bullpen. Yeah. Yeah. They could have got some talent if they traded one of their four good arms. They like Nimmo. Yeah, I don't like Nimmo. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Jim, I don't know. The the Monday night football game was was pretty meh for a game that looks like it was a good game. Um, I guess I I was distracted a little bit. I was working with you for a chunk of it. Um, but, man, just kind of – you look at the box scores and, you, like, how could Marcus Mariota lose this game? He had one incomplete pass, zero interceptions. Um, but it was in Houston. They, the – Titans did lose one fumble, um, and Houston's playing really well. But like I, I mentioned in my montage there, I mean, I, I don't know, Jim. It's, is it is football the only sport where you – I guess no. But like if, if, if the Texans play Tom Brady or the Steelers, like no one's being you, – you don't believe them until they actually go to the AFC Finals or something like that, right? You don't believe what? That they're any good. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll, there's, we'll still, there's always pretenders. Like, the Eagles last year, I felt like people thought they were pretenders for a while. Yeah, that's true. And then, like, people gave them credit. I, I don't know, but, like, I feel like they didn't get that until it happened a little bit. So maybe Houston Houston proves me wrong, Jim. You think um, we're going to see a Rams-Titans Super Bowl again? First time since 1999? Um, there's a chance, but no, there's not really a chance. I, I, Titans aren't that good. I, I, it'll be tough if they sneak into the playoffs. Um, Titans Chiefs matchup. What's that? 90 to 94 game. Titans and chefs. Just Titans group, and the chefs, a group of chefs on the field. Um, oh, are we, we're excited that free agency is kind of moving. We actually, we talked about this on talking Yanks a little bit, but we were wondering what, like, we talked about that, you know, normally there's some big free agents that kind of set the market. We thought maybe that wouldn't happen this year because the, the two big free agents are, are huge all-time free agents. Um, like, is this going to start free agency? We're excited, right? I'm excited, but I don't think this really will start anything. Okay. Like, but Can's not setting the market. Donaldson might set the market for some other guys. It still doesn't set the market for Machado or Harper. Yeah. Or the pitching or the relievers, which is what we're more interested in. It's what we are more interested in. Yeah, who, who, got, who got affected by the Donaldson signing? Uh, Echeverria, Neil Walker, Josh Harrison, Moustakis maybe. Those agents can all look to the Donaldson signing and say what precedent just got set. Yeah. Not a lot of other players. But it is interesting how that works. 
Your uh, your baby Braves got a pretty good roster, Jim. Um, I know it's pretty cool. Our our <laughs> the the Mets who I just became a fan of. It's not looking good for us. You're a Mets fan now, but the Braves are they a team that like when they're good, it's better for baseball? Or I just feel that way because they were good when we were kids and on TBS all the time. Or they is it actually like a big enough market that you know when they're good, it's better for the sport. I think there's a little kids nostalgia. I think there's a little East Coast bias, but almost rightfully so. And like the playoff atmosphere there is cool when they get the chop going, and they're they're full on good. That's fun. Yeah, I hate those gimmicks. Whoo! Sorry to my brother-in-law, but the rally monkey is the worst gimmick in sport. I hate all of that. Not a just rally cheer. monkey guy. Just clap and cheer. Seattle does do- that, and you get mad at them. No, no, no. <laughs> because you you know why. You know why. Clap and cheer for the game. <laughs> Root for what's happening on the field. What else? What are, what are some other dumb, like, things? Um, I can't think of it. The rally monkey is so silly. Yeah. Remember how big that was when it happened in, like, 02 or whatever? I think they still do it. Yeah. And it's just like a stuffed animal. <laughs> and, and you're not a- into that. Well, because I, I thought I was at a professional baseball game and not a children's birthday party. That's the only reason the rally monkey felt weird to me when I was there. But you do love children's birthday parties. Depends. Okay. Depends if I'm wearing Depends or not. What's your ideal children's birthday party? Well, how old are we talking? Like when Luke was seven and eight years old, we went to a dodgeball place and we played me and my three friends versus like his 15 seven-year-old eight-year-old kids right that was a blast that's a good time chucky uh, not chucky cheese but any like big place where like there's rope swings in a pit like a physical activity place jump yeah. trampoline park gymnasium yeah gymnasium yeah okay used to make out underneath uh the box spring in the gymnasium friday nights in middle school what was his name well if it was a him, his name would have been a boy's name, but it was a girl. Nice, dude. You jump into the cheese pit, Jake, and then you sneak your way, then oh. you go underneath the box. Now you're in a little secret hangout. Nice. Just playing, let's kiss. Just 14-year-olds touching each other. Get out of here. And that's the no. national sports news. Yeah, yeah, we'll go to halftime. Low behind the scenes, my audio was probably going to be very messed up for the first half because my it said card error. It said my card was full, so my this nice mic didn't record, so I had to audible to the computer mic uh, for the first half. I was struggling there. That's why I let you go on and on about St. John's. I was like, keep talking. I was wondering talking. why. Yeah, you really let me go down the St. John's route. Um, yeah, I was like, keep talking, Jake. I've got to reformat my card and... Everything. So sorry about my bad audio on the first half. Halftime's a great idea. I love halftime. Also, I don't think I played the outro for your national sports. No, I was I was kind of waiting for that a couple times. Yeah. I was out. distracted. I, you know, right. That's what happens when you're producing and, and doing it. it yeah, it's like true. Too much stuff going on. True. But the mic seems to be set up now. Can you hear me whispering? Because that means the mic. Is what do you think about you telling a national audience that you made out with a teenage girl? 
I don't know. I mean, it's probably weird for my dad who listens all the time. I think my mom listens sometimes. Right. But I mean, I think that I don't think they're surprised. But you were also a teenage boy, so it's cool. This wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. recent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, that joke I used to make wouldn't fly anymore. Like, oh, I used to make out fourteen year olds. Yeah. People were, people were like, that used what? to be that was one of your go to jokes. Yeah. You know, I was fourteen too. Oh. I was like funny joke. That would be a good Jimmy, like back of the knife joke. Back of the knife? Like you'd come up to someone and be like, Hey, I made up with a teenage girl and someone would look at you and then you'd look them in the eye and be like, I was a teenager too. You and creep? Then, yeah, you get that image out of your that. head. Yeah. yeah, were you just picturing me making out the fourteen-year-old as an adult? What the fuck's wrong with you? Disgusting. Obviously, I was fourteen too. Pat and up. then I was picturing the you with the actual back of the knife when you used to pretend <laughs> to slit your throat at parties. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not an old trick. I still like the back of the throat trick it really just gets people off their guard yeah it's uncomfortable to watch <laughs> it really is why is he doing this Where's he, sl- is he really slitting his own throat oh it's the back of the knife what this doesn't make it that much better who why is, is doing this guy that? Is, that, <laughs> why is that the guy that walked up to you and said he used to make out with teenage girls i used to be a weird guy at parties huh you used to really bring the noise man yeah. You used to really assert yourself. <laughs> We're ex- every, everyone right now, by the way, we're expecting a big second half out of you. Out of me? Technical difficulties out of the way. All right. Well, we got real news. The real news. This is the real news. You know what this is, Jake? This is the news that if you're at an office space or you're like, if you're a college kid, I don't know who you would talk to about this because you talk about better things. But sure. when you have to talk with coworkers who you don't really care about, these storylines are great because what we're giving you is politics-free, weird, current, real news. Right. And we got a lot today. I'm going to read them off one breath style, right? Okay. And then you're going to tell me which ones you want to dive into. A shopping center and <laughs> a shopping center is sorry. For the polar bear display, which had the two bears having anal sex in the middle of the mall, a woman was accused of taunting the police trooper when she exposed her breast during the arrest. A man pulled a bag of cocaine from his penis during a search in a police station that makes me squirm. Alleged package thief caught on tape stealing box that she didn't know was filled of 500 worms. <laughs> An ATM was found in Maine in the woods and no one knows where it came from. A prisoner... Caught with phone up his bum, claimed, I know nothing about this. And a man was crushed to death by his forklift, which was being driven by his pet dog. Where are you? Where is your brain taking you? What storyline you like the most? There are a lot of good ones. Can I? I want to start with, I don't want to talk about the man getting crushed by the forklift by his pet dog. That's, that's nightmare stuff. Okay, headline only. Okay, so that one's You don't want to make some jokes about the dog like... Maybe he was a bad guy to his dog, and the dog's been training on the forklift every night. No, waiting exa- for the tan. This is exactly what I didn't want to. Like I don't, right. I don't like that. All right, so we're not going to make jokes about the guy whose pet dog killed him. That's uh, like I'm glad we wiped that off the board, and we didn't even talk about we it. We didn't what discuss you- it, and it's making me look at my dog pretty scared. Um, Jim, I didn't think I was going to go here, but it got a kind of low key good chuckle out of me. I want to go with the uh. 
the alleged package thief uh, that was caught on tape stealing a box and she didn't realize it was filled with 500 worms. <laughs> yeah. So it's like uh, it was at, from a house, right? Yeah. And she followed the truck to the house and then she ran up and she stole the package that the delivery driver just dropped, not realizing they had the doorbell, which has a camera in it. So there's video proof of her. And the owner said, jokes on her. It was for my like son's pet snake and it was full of cockroaches and worms. <laughs> and uh, the lady opened the box while she was driving away and just threw it out the window. <laughs> so she did like <laughs> open it, realized it was just worms and live crickets. Uh, that's what it was. This is the post. So I hope this woman is happy to steal from others. Let's say she got her karma today. My advice, if you're going to follow the mail carriers and then grab packages when no one immediately retrieved them, one, make sure you do not make sure they do not have the ring on the doorbell. And two, check the box before you throw a bag over it and take it. This lady did neither and was in for a huge surprise when she realized the box was said live crickets as she apparently threw it on the side of the road and another neighbor brought it back. That's what you get, you damn thief. The box had 500 super worms. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, that's... Yo, what do I like on this show, Jake? A good backfire. A good backfire. You steal a package. You're driving home in your car. You're like, ooh, I wonder what they got. Probably some Christmas presents. Probably everyone's buying electronics these days. Where'd they get a fucking box full of worms? Yeah. I think we, as a show, we feel sorry for the thief. You know, she did everything right, except she just ended up stealing, stealing worms, <laughs> super worms. That's a hilarious term. Um, Jim, I'm, I'm going to go Jakey conspiracy theory on you a little bit. Yeah. I think this was guerrilla marketing for ring. I got worms. <laughs> I beg your pardon. That's what we're going to call it. I got worms. We're going to specialize in selling worm farms. You know, like ant farms. So you think Lloyd and 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 Harry set this up? They it's were onto a- it. No, man. I'm just so I'm. You're reading the article and you're like, okay, like it. It sucks that this kind of makes sense. Like, woman would be stealing packages around this time of year. Okay, is what it is. Okay, hilarious. She steals a package of worms. The one thing that's getting to me is that opening quote of, uh. One, make sure they don't have ring on their doorbell. That's pretty aggressive. I think you can see it. I know you can, and that's that's like they have some of the pictures. But I mean, shouldn't number one be, hey, don't be stealing packages. Well, no, she says if you're going to steal packages, make sure these two things. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm just saying little conspiracy theory. What, what like if you're ring and you're saying, okay, how can we get our name into the news before Christmas season? Oh, I thought you were saying the conspiracy theory was put in place by the worm company. No, man. <laughs> That's why I thought you said Harry, Harry and Lloyd were. No, it. the worm company is booming. Yeah. I'm saying ring the doorbell company. They were like, hey, we're trying to boost our end of year sales. What's a story that's going to get us in the news? Woman stealing worm package. Boom. Send it. I don't even hate I don't even hate it if it is a conspiracy theory cuz some guy 
wrote this out like, okay, she steals a package, but it's worms. And then that's funny. That's good marketing. So I don't even hate it if it's a sneaky ad. But I, I just thought about how much Ring.com loves package thieves. Oh, yeah. It's like that Bo Burnham joke about rape whistles and how a rape whistle company like kind of depends on rapes. It's like, yeah. oh, this is a shady catch-22. But Ring.com loves male thieves. Yeah. This now, is their bread and butter. We're talking about them. We're marketing them. Um, just type in sponsor code John Boy Jake Radio. What I don't get is the the neighbor who saw a box in the middle of the road and was like, "What's this?" And then was like, saw that it had been thrown out and it was partially opened. It was full of five hundred superworms, yeah. and she still checks the address and is like, "Oh, it's Barbara's down the street, Barbara." See- I, I found this been, box in the road. It's full of worms. Are these your worms, Barbara? What were Bar- they doing on the road? Barbara, did you order a box of worms again? Super worms? Yeah. What next? What story you want to go to next? And I also, just ending on that, it could have been a good prank for a while. Just every car coming up and being like, oh, box in the road. What's this? Oh, my, it's filled with worms. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's- oh, nice. Oh, honey, you got a box that fell off the truck. Was it? It's worms. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's just filled with worms. I don't know. Must uh, must have been filled with meat. I don't know. Um, my uncle Jack got a toolbox. My uncle Jack is one of the most like honest guys out there. Sure. And he was driving behind a truck, and like a box fell off of it, and he went out to get it, and it was this brand new toolbox, and he couldn't figure out how to uh, like get it back to the owner, so he kept it, and. When you ask where he got it, he says it fell off a truck, which is, you know, slang usually for I stole it. Right. Um, so it's funny. My Uncle Jack actually has this awesome toolbox that fell off a truck. It's good using thief thief slang <laughs> yeah. when, when it's not applicable. Um, hmm. I, I guess, yeah, we, we're going to touch upon it, so we might as well while we're here. Let's The shopping center that's sorry... That they did the display of the... <laughs> did you see the picture? No, but I'm excited to click it click, now. Click the picture. I'll post it on Twitter. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's... That's tough. That was de- we definitely think this was, what, some high school kid that thought he could get away with it? Yeah. It's very, very much looks like <laughs> anal sex. Or doggy style. <laughs> Polar bear yeah, style. but like in a like in a silly way. Yeah, like it's not like like dude. When I <laughs> when it first said anal sex display, I mean, I was wondering how far they could really go with it. I mean, this is kind of what you picture. You got one hind leg bear behind the other bear on all fours. Um, yeah, I, this this was a high school kid trying to get away with a fast one. No, I see. This is conspiracy theory because they're like, we're sorry about the polar bear display. We we didn't do it. Well, how did a million customers come into the mall and take pictures of it and see it, and you didn't? You're there out an hour before them. You didn't notice, right? You wanted people to see these polar bears doing it in the middle of your store. The penguins are looking away in disgust. Yeah, there's a little baby bear cub in underneath the mom getting protected. I don't know if that's true to polar bear sex. Like, would the kids be right by her? I don't know, but yeah, the Thai Tinwald, no idea how to pronounce it, mall, says apologies to anyone offended. 
Yeah, I don't I don't know. Do these cuz it it says Why does it have to be anal? Yeah, it could be just regular regular doggy style. I guess that's for headlines. Yeah, I guess so. You put anal on there, you get headlines. Now that's from uh the show Never mind. <laughs> I was just going to say something that was wrong. But yeah, they're sorry. They feel bad. So We're sorry. I really don't like this story that a man pulled pulled a bag of cocaine from his penis. Yeah. And I think they're playing loosely with the words. I think he just had it like, I'm not going to get too graphic, but he had it in between the Frank and beans. Okay. Because if you say like inside the penis, my thought is thought that'd make every man squirm. It doesn't make sense. So I think he just had it inside his junk in the in the crease. Yeah, we're hoping so, right? I mean, maybe it was a little bag and it was kind of in there. I don't know, ah, ah. man. I always get weirded out because they put tubes in there and stuff. I, I don't know. I don't know anything. Let's get a nurse on the program. That's how my body feels hearing that story. Yeah. I hate that. I hate that. All right. Uh, the, the next one is funnier when the prisoner got caught with the phone up his ass. And he's like, I, know, I don't know how that got there, man. <laughs> my roommate he's been acting weird for weeks i swear why don't you guys tell me who Do put you know? this phone in my ass that are you not like cops a, this is a big issue at the prison if you got people putting phones up other people's asses unsolicited that's not you problem you got a detective here i can talk to <laughs> it's not you ace don't touch that phone don't touch that phone i'm gonna fingerprint that bad boy someone shoved that thing right up my ass that is that is one of the worst feelings. I'm being set up here. <laughs> I, got I know afraid. it sucks. I mean, it is it is the 1% chance, but what if this was that 1% when someone did sneak it up his butt? No. He was just, just in a deep sleep? Ugh. I mean, how it is. It's pretty funny. He went to the Senate to the judge. I don't know how that got there, judge. Judge, believe you and me, we're both having the same questions right now. I'm on your guy's side. <laughs> and someone did someone we need to stop whoever did this. Yeah. We, You're not allowed to have phones in the prison. A, we have a problem in this prison. <laughs> <laughs> have you asked any other prisoners? We should check everyone's ass right now. But you find three more phones. Woman. Woman was accused of taunting police trooper with exposed breasts during arrest. She's 24 years old. She got pulled over. Red Lion, Pennsylvania, I think. She got pulled over, and they said she she took out one of her breasts in a like threatening manner or whatever. And, I mean, this, she's got to be just disgusting, right? I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think everyone's mind jumps there which is bad but like real realistic um i think if a if an attractive woman shows your breast oh no you know life's unfair and this is one of those situations where just life's unfair in an irate manner that must have been something to see yeah that's what i don't get how'd she pull out her boob in an irate manner i don't know like what's i'm that picturing mean? like the only time I, I'm picturing, like when you say pulled out her boob in an irate manner, the only thing I'm picturing 
is when that lady used to that like lady broke the record for how many beer cans you can smash with Dude, your that's boob. exactly what I was picturing. Was it? Yes. I think that's the only time I've ever seen someone pull out their boob in an like an irate, angry manner. Just smashed and breaking the world record for smashing beer cans. So maybe this was uh she was like hammering the cop with her big old flabby boob. Maybe maybe irate was just kind of the wrong word. Maybe she was a pretty girl and she was just took flapped one out. Was right, shaking she... shaking it at the cop like, "Oh, you you'll never have anything like this." That's irate. You'll never touch right? this. You'll never touch this. Yeah, a little boratty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. She's just really hot and the cop is really ugly and that's why he took offense to it. She's like, "Hey, you might be above me right now." But on the hotness food chain, you'll never have this. Boom. Cop figured it out. One of them's ugly. One of them's attractive. We should be the detectives on that whole phone case. Oh, I think he did it himself. (laughs) (laughs) If if I'm on, when I'm arguing it for him, someone shoved it up his ass. Riddle solved. You put me on the other side of the table. Imagine that. Like lawyers just switch tables. Like, all right, now you have to argue the other side. They're like, well, he did it. Yeah, that really changed the law world. He told me he fucking did it. I just can't tell you guys because the law. (laughs) Would the world be a better place? I don't know. I have no idea. Ah, what else we got? So that's the end of the stories, I guess. Yeah, I mean, ATM randomly in the main woods. Do we do you like that at all? Does that do anything for you? Well, you dig into the story. It's not that funny, but the headline made me laugh. An ATM was found in the main woods. No one knows where it came from. Yeah, this is this is the big big news from the Bangor Daily. Um, they say it looks like uh, if there was a vending machine for hunters and they needed ATM, that's what it looks like. But they think someone was just getting rid of an old broken ATM and dropped it off there because they didn't want to discard it properly. And they thought it would be funny. Yeah, this is, def- this is a hipster move. And th- it that's, worked. That's when it gets not fun. It worked. I've this always is like said a, it- It's a little bit of like a Banksy ad or like whatever Banksy does. Yeah. I've always thought it would be cool and uh, power of marketing type thing, but if... Like, if they set up a random Dunkin' Donuts in the middle of the woods somewhere, like, just isolated, like, you had one guy out in the woods that ran it, I think you could make that, like, a tourist, hipster, like, hiking destination. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but... Like, in the Instagram world, like, that would be crack for people. Well, okay, so how you we take this idea and we make it a little more plausible. Okay. Is you find uh like um a hiking trail that people do like in uh Yosemite, it's half moon or whatever. Katie, what's that trail called in Yosemite that everyone climbs up? What? Half dome. Half dome. Half dome. It's like everyone repels up or climbs up on a rope, you know? Sure. If you up there mcdonald's puts a like express kiosk yeah that because people are going there for tourist reads anyway and then the whole novelty of it exactly oh, there's like there's a mcdonald's up here yeah, yeah i think you, the, the marketing presence everyone that climbs up half dome would then go get a mcdonald's like 
McFlurry are those still things to celebrate yeah. some fries to celebrate the achievement. You might need then, something a little healthier. And then post it on Instagram. I don't get, like a Starbucks or dude, like if uh, if somehow Fuck Starbucks or uh, a brewery, if they could drone up like a 24 th- pack of beers a day. I think that is a uh, pretty bad idea, Jake. It's like a very dangerous hike. <laughs> But that's people love doing that. That's like that's everyone's Instagram hike picture. You do the hike and then you have a beer at the top of the hill, you come back down. Half dome's not like it's it's not like that. So a normal hike what you're thinking it would be great. Not okay. not this half dome. Half domes you you're like you're like rock climbing. Okay. Yeah, that's a little that's much for me. It's a peak. It's a peak. You have to win a lottery to be able to do it. Okay, yeah, I'm yo soy out on half dome. When I moved to California, I'd never, never heard of Yosemite. Really? Yeah, just never, just never crossed my brain. You know? Sure. Some things you have, you just never cross your brain. You never see them. And then I saw it spelled out on fridge magnets at my friend's house when I was a junior in high school, and I just moved to California. And I just I thought it was a made up word right. that he put on his fridge, and I was like, "Yo's might, what's that?" And they just they laughed and laughed. Oh, you never yeah. heard of Yosemite? What are you a dumb idiot? What'd you say? I said, "Yeah, I never heard of that." <laughs> yeah, and which one of you put your cell phone up my butt? <laughs> and then and then they laugh at me for never knowing Yosemite. And they, they ask me, where's Connecticut? Is that close to Kentucky? It's like, oh, you guys are dumb. Yeah. That's six one way, half dozen the other. California people, when I moved there in high school, just no idea like what the geography was like. But I guess the East Coast is hard with all those tiny states. Yeah, everyone writes off the East Coast. That's that's not a Cali thing. That's the, the South. That's everywhere that's outside of <laughs> the Northeast. It's just kind of... They do like this. It's a generic saying, like, "Oh, there's so many little states all together." I don't know. It's like, well, yeah. well, it's they're they're right. Like, I I wouldn't. I like geography, so I noticed that stuff. But I had people ask me such weird questions when I was in high school in California. Like, some people called me Kentucky in high school because they just didn't know Connecticut, Kentucky, same shit. Right. Um, they used to like say East Coast biased for. Like anything that wasn't on the coast. Okay. Uh, like Chicago would get East Coast bias. Yeah, no. It's like that's not that they're not East Coast. They're like, what? Aren't they close? Someone thought some people used to say, I'm gonna be in Chicago. Is that close to New York? Can I visit you in like a day? These are real things in high school I would get. Yeah. Uh when I when someone asked me about Connecticut, like, does it get hot there? Right. Because they just think it's winter year round. Yeah. That's what he thought. Scary. Scary. But, I mean, I'm sure there's tons of teenagers in the East Coast that have the same lack of knowledge about the West Coast. Oh, I yeah. just didn't experience that. They know California. That's probably about it. Yeah. That was the first place I moved where people were like, I'd, I'd never want to leave my state. Why would I ever want to leave? And it was like, ooh, that sucks. Cali. Because everywhere else you go, I was like, fuck Jersey. Can't wait to get out of this dump. Right. We'll see someone better. Then you come back. You're like, oh, I like Jersey. Like Connecticut's got nothing. I need to get out of here. Go see places. That's what teenagers in most places are saying when they're about to graduate high school. Right. I want to get out of here. I want to see a place. 
California, why would I ever leave? Yeah. Why would I ever leave? That's why they're scary. <laughs> yeah, that's why they're scary. All right. We got anything else to do? We got What do we got coming up, Jake? What's on today? Today, UConn versus UMass. They gonna win? Just another UMass, cupcake. UMass Lowell. Yeah, UMass Lowell lost to our CCSU Blue Devils, Jim. Um, oh, so this is a we'll gauge how yeah. what would happen if UConn played CCSU. This will be a good metric that for uh, the C, when CCSU and UConn meet in the NCAA tournament. Um, and then Knicks Pistons are Knicks on a three game win streak. Uh, they're playing a couple teams on the road with good big men coming up, Jimmy. Um, so we'll 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 be tested there because we don't really have any interior defense. Andre Drummond, UConn Pistons, Blake Griffin, Kia commercial. You claim Drummond? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was definitely the thing that sucked, and he's still like, cause he's a freak. I mean, he's a freak of freaks. He's finally his like rebounding numbers are there. He like leads the league in rebounds. It's like 15 per game and that's impressive. He was just he's one of those guys that like kind of hit it hit it wrong. Like uh, 20 years ago, he probably would be featured more and go to the free throw line more. Well, he he's extremely bad at free throws, which that sucks. Um but he's averaging like 19 and 15 this year. There's just people look at that body and they still expect almost Shaq, David Robinson, throwback stuff, and that's kind of not the NBA anymore. But he was one and done at UConn, and I feel like a lot of the past star, a lot of the, I mean, Kemba and uh, Napier, they won too, so obviously you claim that more. But uh, I feel like Drummond was in this like latest era, last 10, 15 years. He's been the only guy that was like one and done and didn't do much for UConn. So I was wondering how much UConn fans claim him as like that's our guy yeah i mean he he was good he was enigmatic um but like nobody blames him for going pro like everyone else would have done it it just it, it kind of sucked for him that yukon yukon had these series of big men like okafor was awesome the beat came out of kind of nowhere to be awesome so it was just kind of like everyone at the time a little bit wanted that like yo drummond come back another year and be like the best ever but it was kind of like, no, like, all right, go get your money. We get it. You get it. But he doesn't yeah. pause your heartstrings as much. No, and, like, does. if you made a top five, like, UConn, UConn team in your head, like, he wouldn't be on it. But when all the NBA stats are said and done, like, he probably should be. So Yeah. All right. Uh, we got laughs from the past episode dropped today all about prisoners of war and the exchange program and life in the POW camps and life in the camps in general. Some good stories, some real interesting stuff. The Civil War, was they, they attempted to be way too friendly. And if you want to know what that means, go listen. Mm. And you got Talking Huskies, which we just did. Yeah, we just talked some Huskies, and yeah, me and, me and Katie Sharp had another great episode of Talking Huskies about uh past few games, what's coming up. Um, it's really good. So if if you're listening and you like the Huskies, go check that out. Okay, but here we go, Jake. The final to finish out the Tuesday episode, our Tuesday what's worse competition. You uh do you want to pick one? I picked last week. I'll let you go. Oh, there's one that says Jake likes this in caps. Is you yeah, wanted to do that that's, one? I, I labeled that, yeah, two weeks ago when you told me to label them. I was like, Oh, I like that one. 
I'm going to do this one. What's worse, wet socks or swamp ass? I think it's wet socks easy, right? I'm swamp ass easy. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I hate that feeling. Like walking around in dress pants and having to be, like, looking nice on a summer day and just sweating, sweating down there. Yeah, but it's all, like, contained. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's just uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, so are wet socks. Yeah, that's why they're a good matchup. But I think, like, swamp ass, you can play through it. Wet socks, eventually, you just have to cave and be like, I can't do this. Yeah, you could just take off the socks, which is easier. So it's an easier correct. Easier to correct. The, but I, the... I think it makes you more so want to correct it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean... I, I think the I, severity. <laughs> I might be a big example, by the way. Swamp ass, fuck that. I'm a sweaty guy. We were in Italy once, and my parents... Like, we had to dress up for tourist stuff, and we were walking up a million steps. Yeah. I was like, what is this? Why do I have to wear pants to walk up a million steps? I was so sweaty and gross. I just went, I was like, I'm out of here. I went back and I put on mesh basketball shorts, came back, had a fantastic second half of the tourist trip. So I've I've canceled out because of Swamp Ass before. Okay. This is pretty gross. One time my mm. sister didn't believe me. Oh. She's like, you're just complaining? So after I changed, I showed her my boxers, and then she... She was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I believe you now. Put those away. That's disgusting. It's pretty gross. I'll ring them out on your face. Ooh. I didn't say that. Mm. I, I might have said that. It's a funny joke. Plays then and now. Could have. I could have said that. Transcends time. Um, so you're taking wet socks. I'm taking swamp ass. Yeah, I want to, and I, I think we could do another quick one just just to wind it down. It won't be the the Jake likes this one. We'll save that for next Tuesday because if I like it too much, then it's not really Tuesday, is it? Um, hey 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 whoa whoa whoa. Um, I like this one. Headphones that are tangled every time you grab them versus they get yanked out of your ear. Yes. So w- what's the worst thing? You go to grab your headphones and they're just completely knotted, and you have to untangle them. Versus. You're listening to your show. Something hits you. What happens to me is like I'll bend down and then my knee clips the cord and it just yanks them right out of your ear. What are you what I'll I'll tell you mine. What's worse for me is when they get yanked out of my ear. Yeah, because it doesn't fully hurt, but it's annoying feeling. It kind of hurts. But again, I get so mad at myself for allowing it to happen. And then you have to pause what you're listening to. It, I I hate that feeling. Got to rewind if you want. Yeah, it's um I I I agree with you. I will say I will say this. 1 out of 10 times untangling the headphone is going to be fucking terrible. Yeah, like, but you're either in a rush or like it's you're just not getting it this one time and you actually have to focus on it. So one out of ten times, it's going to be untangling them. But the other nine out of ten, when it just gets yanked out of your ear, that's a bad feeling. Yeah, you did it to yourself earlier in the show. Yeah, I know. I know it. The tangling thing also comes with a bit of satisfaction when you finally get it. Right. Or when you... Achievement. Yeah, when you see that last hole, like, oh, I just string this through here and the whole thing's going to unravel, yeah. there's a bit of joy and achievement in that 
There's no joy in achievement in getting your headphones ripped out of your fucking ears. Those that just hurts. You have escaped the room when you untangle the headphones. My office, when my last job, we moved offices. So for a week, I was just putting together IKEA furniture in a in all the rooms. So I was like on the ground, sitting Indian style, kneeling, roll, moving around on the ground, and I was listening to podcasts the whole time. And my knee, like I would just be like the headphones would be laying down, my knee would clip it, and then I'd go stand up or whatever, and my knee would clip the cord. It headphones came out, but it probably happened once an hour. Right, and I, my brain could not tell itself, "Hey, beware of doing this. You're probably going to do it again. You've right. done it ten times, and you don't like it. Stop doing it." My brain couldn't do that; just refused. And I was, I was just like punching the carpet. Been there, terrible. Live there, yeah. It's usually for me. It's I, I can't run with headphones in because I just I will always clip them out. Yeah. And but so then like my girlfriend would be like, oh, I'll get you wireless headphones. But then I don't have an excuse not to run. So no dice, no dice and wireless headphones. I'm just going to lose those. Yeah, very true. All right. That's the end of the show. Thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, What's worse Tuesdays? We have a couple more. I threw a whole bunch down. But if you have any uh, any any examples, any you you debate with your friends and you want to send in we're, we are. Looking for examples all the time. Jake, we have to figure out what we want the voicemail calls to be this weekend. Okay. But uh, also, leave a review when you win a shirt. Boom. All right. And Dead Tuesday, and we were taken out by a guy who's dead. Rest in peace. He got shot to death in 1997 at 24 years old, which is way too young to die. Somebody got to die. If I go, you got to go. Somebody got to die. Let the gunshots blow. Somebody got to die. Nobody got to know that I killed your ass in the midst. Somebody got to die. If I go, you got to go. Somebody got to die. Let the gunshots blow. Somebody got to die. Nobody got to know that I killed your ass in the midst.